Hello and welcome to this episode of I Don't Know Jack About Parenting. Um, today I'm going to be talking about the power of uh, positive messages that you share with your children. But I can't share that without sharing the impact of the negative message. We'll be talking about that really soon. So the big question is this. How are parents like us, who don't have a manual, who are doing the best we can, who feel as though we aren't enough, how are we going to raise healthy, happy children who we are proud of and still keep our sanity in that process? That's the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Ryan Roy, and welcome to I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, a podcast for parents who are being real with themselves. Hey, welcome back to this episode of I Don't Know Jack About Parenting. And uh, today we're going to be talking about the positive nature of impacting your children in a positive way through positive words. And again, we can't do that without talking about how they're impacted by your negative words. So over the weekend, um, I was promoting my book. And this is what sprung this entire thought around why I needed to share this. Because we, as adults, are also uh, positively and negatively affected by the words that are said to us. So if we're a little bit more conscious, if we have lived a little bit more life, if we understand that there are haters out there, trolls, uh, people who, no matter what you do, or what you say are gonna find a negative spin on things, um, and that affects us, what impact are the words of a parent to a little child that looks up to you, who looks up to me as, wow, I love this person, they care about me, they're the person who uh, created me, um, they're the one I trust the most in the world, I trust everything they say, so if you say something negative to your child or any child for that matter, for the most part, they're going to be affected by that. So what made me think about this? I, pro- I promoted my book. It became an Amazon uh, bestseller, hit the bestsellers list. And as I'm going through this process, uh, obviously there's a lot of buzz around it, a lot of purchases of the book, a lot of people leaving beautiful comments and, and sharing how, how proud they are of me, uh, friends and family, people I don't even know saying, man, I just read your book, uh, awesome, uh, I needed this when when I was a kid, uh, which by the way, you're probably saying, what's the book? It is called Be the Dad You Wish You Had, uh, 40 Power Lessons to Becoming a Powerful Dad, and it is at be the dad you wish you had.com. You could get your free copy there uh, if you wish to have one. So I go to the reviews on, on uh, it's also on Amazon. So I go to the reviews on Amazon and I was like, ooh, I got another review. Uh, let me see what it has to say. And I look and I'm like, one star? Somebody gave me one star? Oh. And then this one star review has obviously nothing good to say. Now, here's the thing. There was nothing but lies on there. Uh, 
saying that I'm a type of person who goes on social media talking about politics and some other googly gook. Uh, I am not that person. So, uh, and basically saying that the book was worthless. Uh, but I gave this person more energy than this person deserved because my first response, mind you, dozens of reviews. I've never responded to any of the positive reviews on my uh, page. But every part of me wanted to say something to this person who had something negative to say. So much so that I, I, I clicked on this person. I scrolled to see if they had anything positive to say about anything. They've left 29 reviews on Amazon. Most of them negative but none of them as bad as the one that they left me to be fair a lot of two stars three stars but I was the only one star um, and, and it got me thinking if this is bothering me to the point that I'm gonna research this person if this is bothering me to the point to uh, wanting to say something but refraining from doing some doing so I always say this in parenting and in life our, our response determines our outcome not our reaction our response so if we respond in a negative way we're probably gonna have some negative if we respond in a positive way we're probably gonna have a positive outcome so I decided not to respond at all at this point um, but let's think about this I've had dozens of positive reviews I don't think anything of it hey that's great good but one negative review which leads me to a statistic I want to share they say for that every negative thing you say to a person, children or people, it takes about 20 positive responses to negate that negative one. Whoa. So in order to empower our little ones, we must empower them with positive affirmations on a daily basis basis so much so that when we say something negative hopefully there's 20 that respond to it that 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 there are 20 that negate the negative one here's the thing most of us myself included as much as I pay attention to us most of us tend to fill our children's heads with oh you shouldn't do that don't do that no 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 um, I catch myself constantly going, mm, how was that received? Let me empower him. Uh, I've been told by outsiders that, hey, I'm too positive with my kid. But when I know a statistic like that, I'm like, I don't think I could be too positive. As a matter of fact, quite the opposite. Uh, I cannot be positive enough if I want him to be built up with self-confidence in this world. Um, but there's outside forces. I'm gonna share a story um, around something that recently happened. Um, and it goes back to episode one of, of this whole podcast where I, I started doing this. At some point, uh, we brought my son, and I'll give the backstory for anyone who hasn't listened to episode one, but you may wanna go back. It's a quick 10 minutes, but the whole impetus for this entire podcast. Uh, is I don't know jack about parenting, right? But I, I do know that I, I do know that I need to look myself in the mirror in order for my son to be 
impacted in a positive way. I need to look at how I'm impacting him uh, because I can't control the outside forces. Uh, so just a quick brief, my, my son uh, got really frustrated with himself one day uh, to the point where he punched himself in the face and he said that no, and gave himself a black eye and nobody, his response was nobody ever says anything nice to me. That's the outside world. Um, and some of the inside world in the house. But you go back to episode one to, to hear that. So soon after that, we brought him to uh, um, somebody to test his heart for, uh, to see if he's having any heart palpitations and things. And uh, as he does have a, a minor heart condition that has never come to surface, uh, he does have an irregular heartbeat that we need to monitor. Uh, so we, he had to wear a heart monitor. He wore it to school one day. Uh, apparently some other kid touched his heart monitor, which created a little bit of anxiety in him, right? Nobody's supposed to touch it. We, we had a whole dialogue around that. I, I was in the school that day uh, helping out with something, and his teacher saw me in the hallway, and she said, hey, I want you to know that somebody, another kid touched his heart monitor. He was a little concerned about it. Do you want to talk to him? And I was like, not really. I think he's okay. And uh, she goes, well, he's in PE right now. I think you should talk to him. I'm like, I don't She goes, would you walk down there with me? So I walked down. 100 kids in this PE class. Um, they go on the loudspeaker. First of all, he's uncomfortable. Listen to, listen to the scenario that's going on. He's uncomfortable wearing his heart monitor at some level. Another kid touches it. His teacher draws attention to it. His father walks in the gym. Once his father walks in the gym, they go on a loudspeaker and pull him out of the middle of the, the class, which brings more attention to him. I immediately look at him and I was like, hey, you want to go home? He's like, yeah. I was like, let's get out of here. Let's go have lunch together. Uh, to his teacher's like, are you sure? I'm like, absolutely, I'm sure. I mean, it, in my mind, this is my thought. Why do I want to draw any more attention to him in an already uncomfortable situation? Because one of the diagnoses that we were considering is that he's stressed a little bit around different things. Why do I want to create more anxiety in my child who is suffering from some level of anxiety is my thought. Why am I drawing so much attention to such a minor thing? And why is the teacher drawing such um, so much attention to a minor thing? It's the outside world that can't control this. She goes, well, let's go get his folder and his backpack and everything. And, and 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 we're walking down the hallway. My son's with me. And she's like, are you sure this is okay? I'm like, yeah, it's perfectly fine. And then I'm just talking to him like, hey, we're going to go grab lunch. What do you want to do? Daddy hasn't had lunch yet. It's probably about 1130. I was like, where do you want to go? He's like, I want to go to McDonald's. Uh, I don't want to go to McDonald's, but I also want to go to lunch with my son, spend some time with him. Uh, we get to the classroom. He's grabbing his backpack. She's grabbing his folder. She's handing it to me right in front of my son. Once again, the lack of awareness of the adults. She goes, are you sure this isn't an inconvenience? Like, in my mind, my child is right there. How am I supposed to respond to that? If it was an inconvenience, and I imagine a lot of other parents who are less aware may say you know it's an inconvenience but you know i'm here and blah, blah blah and then make the kid feel like less than but i look at him i look him dead in the eye as she says that he actually slouches his head down and his shoulders go down and i'm watching all this body language i said i look at him i said that kid right there i looked him in the eye as i said this to her he was to my left she was to my right he is never an inconvenience 
There's nothing about him that's ever going to be an inconvenience, and today especially not. He and I are going to go enjoy an amazing afternoon. We're going to enjoy amazing lunch. We're going to go home and play some games, and we're going to make the best of the rest of our day. To that, he perked back up. He smiled. He came over. I gave him a hug. I said, let's get out of here, little guy. Listen, the most innocent words can be perceived as negative to the person receiving them. Her saying that he potentially was an inconvenience, if I would have said yes and clarified it, he would have felt bad for inconvenience in his father. The outside world is going to beat our children up all day long. We, as parents, need to empower them as much as possible. I cannot control the outside world. You cannot control the outside world. What you can control are the words that are coming out of your mouth and whether they're empowering you, empowering your child, or whether they're impacting them in a negative way. Choose your words carefully. I don't know jack about parenting, but I do know that I, to this day, want the approval of my mother. I do things all the time so I won't embarrass her, so that I won't uh, disrespect her. And I imagine a lot of us do that. We need to honor the family name, right? Some people, we, <coughs> we're taught you have a good name, honor that name. So we still are seeking the approval of our parents. Just imagine our little ones, how much they seek our approval. So empower them with positive affirmation. We'll see you in the next episode of I Don't Know Jack About Parenting. Do you want to be the dad you wish you had? If so, go get my free book, Be the Dad You Wish You Had at BeTheDadYouWishYouHad.com. Inside, you'll find my most effective 40 tips to quickly and easily transform yourself into the ideal dad. Go to BeTheDadYouWishYouHad.com now and get it while it's free.